listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Big Idea Friday, which means you'll be hearing Sangram share a specific concept that has transformed the way he lives his life and leads his business. Like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. All right, every single Friday, I'm gonna do a video on my book writing. So, a lot of people have asked me, Sangram, you've written two books, you're writing another book, what does the process look like? How do you decide what to write about? How do you do research? How do you figure out what services you're gonna go with? How do you figure out the timeline? How do you do interviews? A ton of questions, and I've been doing that one-on-one with so many people. So I finally decided to release a video which will be in the peak community, but the audio will be right here. So if you wanna see a lot more notes, a lot more commentary, go check out peak community. Uh, But if you wanna just hear the journey every single Friday, I'm just gonna drop in a video right here for you. And if you have any questions, just hit me up on LinkedIn and I would make sure that I cover that up um, in these videos. And again, this (laughs) this is scary for me, but I hope you can follow along. And along the way, if some of you get inspired and do write their own book, I wanna make sure that I can help you in every way possible. So right now, starting today, check this out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is Caitlin Lutz. I'm a demand generation strategist for Flip My Funnel and Terminus and the co-host for these Friday podcasts, along with Sangram. <laughs> I'm you too. Sangram, we are ready to go, fired up. You know, once you do a lot of these, it's kind of hard to introduce people. You're just like, okay, how can I say this is who it is? Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. Some I shared a podcast episode with somebody and he's like, are you the host of one of those and I'm like oh we, I don't even introduce myself anymore we just jump into the topic so sometimes if somebody's new they're like who are these people I can't even at least tell their name so here we are Caitlin and Sangram Caitlin and Sangram that is us so today we have a really really incredible incredible interview and blog post on our on the flip my funnel blog with Corey Monkbach so she is the senior vice president of strategy at Blue Conic and we interviewed her last summer and she just had some really, really incredible insight that we wanted to share with the community. So we're going to go through a couple of the questions that we asked her and and go through some of her comments on it and then just and then just go ahead and discuss it. Let's do it. Um, So something that she talked about, we're just going to get right into it. So she wrote an article for entrepreneur.com about how to survive being the only woman in a workplace. Yeah. Does that still happen? Like, you know, you kind of think about it. It's like, wow, with so much talk around it, does, does that still happen where you're the only woman in the entire workforce? I can see in a team, yeah. but in the entire workforce, I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last week I went to, or two weeks ago, I went to Rainmaker yeah. by SalesLoft, and they had a panel, it was a diversity panel in mm-hmm. sales, and an incredible woman there was talking, I'm sorry, I can't forget her name, but she was talking about how she was the only woman in her company and there were about 40 employees. And, you know, obviously it's a small company, but being the only woman in in one company is is a little bit intimidating. And, you know, you have to be really, really confident in yourself to say, you know, maybe this being a woman in a company, in a tech company, does have certain stereotypes or implications but just not being afraid of those and just doing 
the best that you can do yeah. at your job and in the place that you are and not being afraid to go out and learn new things and just really taking that role of being quote unquote the only woman in the workplace yeah. and just killing it yeah um, I, I i think yeah. I, I don't think i can fully relate to it obviously <laughs> uh, but i i think uh the idea of like being a minority i think i can relate to that because yeah. uh, as an immigrant and from indian origin i there was time in my career in my life where i would walk in a room and i would see quite frankly okay i'm the only asian over here right you know so, so you know as a person yeah. you think about it and then yeah. I don't think everybody else thinks it that way. And until somebody told me like, hey, you know what? Maybe you're just thinking about it in your head too much. Yeah. Why don't you just forget about that? Leave all that thought process outside. When you walk in a room, just walk in the same room. Yeah. And that was a very big difference for me. And so it still happens sometimes to me. Like all of a sudden I'm in a room and I would... For some reason, my head would go like, oh, I'm the only Indian here. Yeah. Right? Or, or something like that. And mm-hmm. that is something that limits my ability to kind of do what I want to do or what I would do. So I wonder a lot of times, like, is it in my head or is it actually happening? And I would believe that, yes, there's some of that. Both of those things are happening. Yeah. But how? what's in my control is what's in my head. Yeah. So if I can get rid of what's in my head or at least somehow figure out a way to not think about that or when I know it's coming up to figure out a way to get out of it, what can I control? And really, that's what I want to change. Yeah. I can change the world and people are going to be who they are. But if I can change what's in my head, then maybe it would be a better day, a better conversation, and, and I'll do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that, I mean, there still are some archetypes that happen and some stereotypes. And that, you know, that's part of what Corey mentioned in her in her post and in her interview. She was just a quote from her. She said, I'm very fortunate to work alongside coworkers who understand me, respect me, and appreciate my ideas. Mm-hmm. However, what continues to be a challenge are the smaller things. For example, if we have a disagreement or a conversation goes awry, I spend a lot of time wondering if I handle it appropriately, how it'll be perceived, etc. And there are definitely a lot of cases where the classic archetypes happen. Whether they're intentional or not, it still yeah. happens. Right. And some of that definitely does still happen. But for me, personally, I would say that a lot of it is under your control and yeah. you're saying, I'm just going to be me, whoever mm-hmm. that is. And yeah. I'm going to take whatever my role is and create a circle of excellence yeah. and make whatever I'm doing excellent and yeah. the best that it can be. It doesn't matter what gender I am, what my origin is, where I'm from, who my yeah. family is. I'm going to do the best job that I can do. And if other people have problems with that or whatever, yeah. you know, it's their problem. It. It's their problem. It's their <laughs> yeah. problem and address it as it comes. And if there are issues that come up, I do think it's important to start a dialogue about it and just not be afraid of the conversation. But a lot of these things are under your control. Yeah. I know. And, and I know in the next few episodes, we are trying to get Sydney and Tony on mm. the podcast. Yeah. So Sydney, who runs Customer Success, and Tony, who is VP of Sales, both of them are one of the early Terminus employees who are now in a leadership position in the company. And I'm, I cannot wait for them to share what they are learned, what they have learned, how they have overcome any yeah. of these challenges, because you know, people like me, we may be just ignorant about some of these things. And so I'm really excited and that in the next couple of weeks we'll have that episode. Yeah. And that will be really cool to listen to. Yeah, it will be really cool. So, so shifting a little bit of the conversation. So 
some another question that we asked Corey was what her leadership focus and philosophy was. Mm-hmm. And her answer was, you know, we are relationship-based people, whether it's at work or otherwise. In some respect, we have to build a community in order to sort of great heights. And she said, I think there's a very real reason why the large number of number of people in the employees in her company played a team sport at one point. Yeah. And that is just so huge. And, and her big leadership focus in philosophy is having those people be team players, yeah. which obviously works in a lot with our yeah. hashtag one team hashtag philosophy. Hashtag one so team. What yeah, are your, that, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's true at its core. If it's not a relationship, then we better be robots or something like that, right? <laughs> so for me, one team is is so core to what we are doing here at Terminus. That's one of our core values, right? It's so mm-hmm. important to us. Uh, at the same time, I, this is where I'm going to give a more contrary kind of view on it, yeah. is, is it's, you want to be the best at what you do. Yeah. And that matters. A lot of times people spend too much time on relationship and not necessarily building the best skill set they need mm. to be successful. So on a flip side, right, if you have, if you're the best at your job, but you suck at relationship, you can go only so far. Yeah. But if you are the best of your job and you have strong relationship, my goodness, you can go as far as you possibly can, right? Yeah. Because then you have both the social skills and the personal skills and the technology skills. I think very few people look at those two things to be really, really important and how hand in hand they go. So I think the one team idea is not just the idea of a lot of people coming together and doing something, Mm -hmm. but in my view, one team is also an idea of like your own personality to be one. Um, You need to pay as much attention as you can on being the best at your job, but also making sure that every relationship that you have, how do you figure out where you spend time, which relationship you foster, nurture, invest in, um, we were talking about this conversation this morning where you're yeah. like, hey, I want to spend time with you uh, just on a one-on-one mentorship mm-hmm. level. And my first comment back to you was, hey, you got to don't just look at me. You might want to spend time with Kathy, who's yeah. our CFO. And she has 20, 30 years of experience in like building great teams and seeing great companies. And she could give you a ton of advice. So what you did, there was a first step towards being the best at your job, but also starting to build a relationship. And I wish more and more people would look at both of those things together. Yeah. Absolutely. And that, you know, that advice of networking and getting to know people and being in relationship with people is so important. And we're, we're all humans, you know, it was something that we, I've personally, I've lived in a lot of different cities and something I really love about the city we're in Atlanta. And, you know, I'm sure your city's great too. (laughs) I'm sure it's awesome. But something I really love about Atlanta is people really do want to help. Yeah. And people do want the to... The Southern hospitality and really comes is, to life. There yeah. is. There is. And I've lived in different cities where people want to meet you just to get something from yeah. you. But relationships, to just form relationships is important. But also, you know, building your skill level along with that, say that... You know, you build a relationship with someone and they introduce you to a great company and you want to get a job there, but... You might have those relationship skills, but if you don't have yeah. the skills for the job that you're trying to get, if you're yeah. not really building yourself up and, and again, making that circle of excellence in, in the area that you are, are working in, then, that matters. Yeah. then, you know, where are you going to go from there? <laughs> yeah. no, I know as a, now as a, as a woman, mm-hmm. like in tech, how do you think about a relationship? Because at a general course, we can talk about, yeah, we should all do it, but like, 
how do you, how do you think about that? And, and where do you see, are there boundaries? Are there like, you know, you have to always think about it because as a guy, I'm like, yeah, let's just go for drinks after, you know, after four o'clock or five o'clock, right? Or let's just go after, you know, so there are some things that I'm, I just do and I don't yeah. really do twice. And I wonder, given Corey's conversation around like relationships at the heart of it, um, are those relationships goes beyond the office walls and are there stereotypes around like, well, People shouldn't do that or, or there could be a line that you could cross and all that. Yeah. It's definitely interesting being a woman in tech and that's something that I'm really excited about. I yeah. love technology and I love being a woman. Yeah. I am very proud of that <laughs> fact. But there definitely are certain lines in the sand yeah. that exist or don't exist. Yeah. Um, that people acknowledge or don't acknowledge. Like I would personally never ask a young guy yeah hey you want to go for yeah. drinks after work yeah. and expect that to be a conversation that yeah. was focused on our careers really. yeah and and that is sort of those are lines in the sand or you're even that goes both ways yeah exa yeah. And it, exactly ways. exactly yeah. that goes both ways and but it is it is interesting being a woman in the workplace because i you know there are lines that I don't know yeah. if they exist or not. Yeah, and, you just go, 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 and, and you know, people, yeah. And you don't know of certain perceptions, and, you know, some people do have certain stereotypes, and so yeah. how do you address those or not address those? And so that's, I think, what's interesting about that is that's a constant thought that's, yeah. that those are going around in, in my head, and I think for a lot of women in the workplace, too. Yeah. Um, and so there are all these little many anxieties that you're yeah. like, oh, did I do that wrong? Or you, should I address that? Or should I not address that? And, and it's just something that you think about all the time. And it's not something that I want to think about yeah. or focus on at all. And something I try not to focus on and just focus on being myself and, yeah. and doing my job well and, you know, forming great relationships with people no matter yeah. what. But it is, it is a, a constant thought, yeah. you know, how you address a situation. Oh, did somebody just think, I was acting like a quote unquote woman or, yeah. you know, those are just, that is you know, crazy. That is so crazy. that you, that you don't wish you had to think about, but yeah, you kind of do. Yeah. Well, let's get into the self-reflection part because I think that's mm -hmm. where Corey gets into deeper parts. So what, what did, what did she share in that? Yeah, absolutely. So she, you know, she talked, I asked her what advice she would give to the women in tech community, but also just the flip my funnel community in general. And mm -hmm. she said, you know, on an individual basis, it's important to really spend a lot of time in self-reflection on what you're really extraordinary at doing. Mm -hmm. Know yourself and all the things that you offer, then find a way to showcase your skills in a constructive and useful way. Don't be afraid to voice an opinion and you don't need to be an expert or a know-it-all on every subject and it's okay to not be a jack of all trades, but be confident and prepare for those opportunities and seek them out. And so that's, you know, that I think that's just such incredible advice. Yeah, that is so cool. When I was, when you were talking about that and I was listening to it earlier as well, I thought the way I think about self-reflection is through mentorship and feedback. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, I could sit down and think about how was my day? Could that conversation be better? Mm -hmm. And then, then it went. And, and a lot of times you need somebody to kind of talk through those things. And I think that is something that I've seen a lot of women leaders do more often now than before. And I would advise every manager, every leader, every person to have mentors 
in the company and outside the company so that you can relay some conversations that are happening and, and get feedback that is unbiased, right? Yeah. So some things you may not be able to share in, in, with anybody in the company. So maybe you need to have a mentor outside the company. And I have definitely been benefited with those kind of conversations. Yeah. Uh, or vice versa, you have something coming up internally in a one group setting that you can talk to a mentor who is in a different group setting. Mm-hmm. So you know there won't be a conflict of interest, but maybe there is something valuable they can tell within the organization how to address that. So I, I've seen self-reflection being one of the most important things to consider mm-hmm. when you're growing in your career and when you're thinking about it. So as Corey talks about it, it totally resonates with me when we say, don't be afraid, be confident. I'll just add to it, like find mentors both internally and externally and seek active feedback, not necessarily to just know what's wrong, but more so of like well, how, you, how I could handle this situation better. Yeah. We always can improve on things. And it, has, it goes, again, beyond men or women or anything like that. I think it just goes with just best practices around how do I grow myself in a better situation and be better at everything I do incrementally every single day. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really important point on self-reflection. Self-reflection is the phrase or the word but in order to self-reflect, a lot of times you need someone outside of yourself yeah. to help you reflect. Yeah, it's so hard. Like, I could, yeah, I'm so good at this thing. I can do this thing. And then you're like, what happened there? And somebody's like, well, I, will, I saw this train wreck happening. I saw you running towards it's the like train. It's like a car crash. I could, yeah. could not watch it. I'm yeah, like, so I, I think we all can benefit from that, that, that angle. Yeah, absolutely. All right, if I could just quickly summarize and feel free to jump in and help me. So, you know, if you woman, minority, whoever you are in the workplace, just be confident in your role and take ownership of it and just kill it. Yeah. Um, And, you know, don't let don't let anybody get you down. Don't let anybody. Yeah. I mean, and uh, and don't get out of your own head. Yeah. And this is another thing that I would strongly encourage if like it may be it may be. And I'm not saying that there's no stereotypes or anything like that, but maybe and just maybe you are the 95% uh, in your head around yeah. it and there is 5% of that. So, you know, figure out what that is. Is If it's 95% of you and 5% of what's happening, maybe you need to work on yourself more. And, and, and I'm a big, big, big proponent of focusing on things that you can control. Yeah. Things you can control, don't fret about it. Like, you know, just, just scream roll over that. Mm-hmm. But the things that you can control and if you don't fix it or if you don't try to fix it, uh, then... Who are, who are you going to blame? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, make relationships, but again, kill it at your job. Kill it. Crush <laughs> it. Yeah, nobody, and this is what I love about, uh, like, America in general, is, like, if you're good at your job and if you're good at what you do, mm-hmm. like, this is the best place to be. So yeah. if, you're, if you are There's listening so to this, yeah, the opportunity, like, I don't think I can have the opportunity for what I have today if it wasn't for all the different things. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully people can just take this and say, you know what? Nothing is stopping. You are unstoppable. You can do whatever you want. You can do anything. You can do. And hopefully we encourage you to do something like that today. Yeah. Yeah. And find a mentor, you know, and and help yourself self-reflect. Sounds good. Cool. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. All right. And thanks, Corey, for, uh, for all that amazing advice. That was great. Thank you, Corey. Bye. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.